Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's like, man, I ain't doing, man. It's just like couch talk. You say what? That's what they kind of like plug the show as. What? Couch talk. Oh. And I like that. Because that's what the fuck we was just doing. <laughs> Yo, that's that shit. Let me tell you something. This is the shit you get high to and just listen to. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. That's what, that's what should be the plug to the shit. Yo. Blows. Nigga. Run it. Run it. Hold on, where's my phone there real quick? Oh. All right, man, we're going to get this thing started. This is Bluesville. Hold on, let me check these levels. Turn my shit down. You know, I'm loud as a motherfucker. I realized that listen to the audio playback. I be having to compress my shit. What Your shit be like? sounding fine. My shit be like loud as fuck. Yeah, because I got the voice for radio. Look at that. Yeah, I'm over here, Mover. All right, hold on. All right, man, you know what it is. Welcome to Bluesville. It's your boy Terry Blues with my homie. It's your boy Ontario. Hey, welcome to Bluesville, people. Uh, and we in the brand new studio. We but we just got this right. You know what I'm saying? This red couch, this velvety couch talk type shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We the niggas that you get high to and just bug out because we gonna say some wild shit that'll make you think and laugh, man. Not only that, man. You can not just that. You can drink wine to us. You can read your Bible to us. <laughs> Hey, you can do anything to us. Can we tell you why? Because it's Bluesville. It's all over the place, man. It's not just on one topic, on one subject, man. We everywhere. So I guess you can drink wine. You can drink beer. You can be broke. You can be rich. You can be anything to be a subscriber to Bluesville. So with that said, your ass need to be subscribing. Boom. Hit that link at the bottom. If you're watching on the YouTube, subscribe to the channel. If you're watching on the YouTube and you're not listening to the full audio, go to iTunes right now. If you got whatever, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, go get it because we on there, baby. Damn. Uh, so that's what it is, man. So you know what it is. Shout out to the unofficial sponsors. You know what I got. Rep it. Keep Waco loud. We out here. Bluesville is Waco, baby. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, also, shout out to Skunk by Us. Talk to my boy Rico. We got some hot shit coming to you for 2020. We're going to keep it on the hush, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Positive Money, my boy Germany Williams, all them cats. Like oh, that. yeah, shout out to Germany, Rashawn, all them. Rashawn, all them boys. They doing big things out there, too. Yeah, yeah, we out there. Shout out to A-Ray. 
uh, oh, yeah. with the Waco Awards, man. Big hey, ups. Shay, speaking of A-Ray, bro, A-Ray been doing some good stuff for a while, bro. Yo, he been out here in the like, streets. For, he been in the streets yeah. for a minute, man. Hey, so A-Ray, man, shout out to you, too, Shout bro. out to you, man. You got the Waco Awards. I see a lot of uh, disgruntled motherfuckers out here on this Facebook, man. We ain't fucking hey, with them niggas, man. Awards show. Hey, don't make this shit like the Source Awards back when <laughs> Diddy and Yo, I'm going to get on Yo. stage like shit tonight. Hey, hey come check on, this out. Man. Y'all, if y'all you tired of these bitch ass niggas hating on Facebook, come on over <laughs> to Bluesville. Sit on the red couch, talk to us. <laughs> tired of niggas dancing in your videos. I'm telling you, I'm about to turn into the comedy shit. Nah, this bitch. but they mean like you tired niggas all on your comments. <laughs> all on your page. <laughs> nah, man. But that ain't, hey, this award show shouldn't be about beefing anyway, man. Nah, it man. It should be about listening to the community. That's what I hope it's about. Yo, but that's what it should be about. Because my thing is this, man. Like, I see niggas talking about like, oh, man, it's just a local award. Like, listen, man, I've been on... The film festival circuit, I've won awards on them shits. Probably some shit you never heard of. Probably got a little notoriety. But it's the fact that you have been working at something and somebody took the time to appreciate you, man. that's how you're supposed to look at it. You know what I'm saying? And then on a larger scale of, like, giving people a platform to be, like, appreciated on. You know what I'm saying? It's It's a thing to bring people together. I don't understand why. But here's the kicker, though. How it became divisive. Well, here's the kicker, though. I guarantee you if Chip and Joanne offered it to you, <laughs> they'd be so excited to take yeah, it. Yeah, if a nigga offered you a silo. But this is our own The people. golden silo. You motherfuckers be eating that shit up. Hey, man, y'all need to put some respect on this, man. It's our own people, dog. Come on, man. We so, have, that's what niggas, so man. So whoever, whoever win, hey, what it is what it is. If yeah. you win, you lose. Draw. Who the fuck? Who you vote for, man? Man, just... just just be happy that somebody was thinking about your ass. Yeah. And even if you don't win, dog, you got notoriety. Because everybody on that list, they like, who the fuck is that? Exactly. Who the fuck is that? They got who the, the links to your shit, and then niggas went to go look at your shit. It's niggas I discovered through that. <laughs> right? So, shit, man. Stop hating so goddamn much. I thought that was a bomb, yeah. bro. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know how to shit. fix this goddamn watch and not set that goddamn alarm. I haven't been able to set my watch back since the fucking clock changed, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. Shout out to Daylight Savings Time. Shout I don't know why but that shit exists, to be honest with you. Hey, that shit sucked for dudes that was getting out of jail that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had to watch the clock go back. Like, I think oh, it's no, a nigga bitch. Got- I got an extra hour. Goddamn, man. And that had to suck. That do be some bullshit. That extra like if you hour, at work, if you work work that night, nigga, I used nice. to work at UPS. Oh my <laughs> god, nigga, that daylight savings. I'm like, hey, you ain't leave yet. What the fuck you mean? Hey, extra hour. Oh, oh this shit. bitch. We ain't used to work a night job shit. like that, man. That shit was horrible. Horrible. Yo, you know what's funny? I heard. So this is something I learned about daylight savings time. I just learned this recently. What's up? Uh, so. Uh, shout out to Chris uh, with Keep Wake Go Loud, man. He does a lot of the sound shits. They got the band uh, after the fact. Shout out to them. But he's uh, his day job is like a florist. And I was talking to him because he was like, yeah, man, we're about the uh, busy season at the top of the year when Valentine's Day comes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, man, what are your... He's uh, telling me like the busy times was like the weeks before Valentine's, the weeks before Mother's Day. And I was like, yo, man, in the flower business, is there like a heavy funeral season. And he was like, actually there is. Hmm. Hmm. It's actually 
uh, when time changes, mm-hmm. a lot of people die around that time. It's like a lot of older people die around daylight savings time. So go check on your grandparents right now. See if they Because that's kind of, I thought about that. I was like, damn, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like if you wake, if if you old and you wake up for your early bird, then he's special. And that shit, is four o'clock. Behind you like, oh, nigga, what time is it? <laughs> oh, shit. Did I, huh, Lord Jesus. Huh. <laughs> I tell you <laughs> how. Just fuck your whole shit up, nigga. I tell you how they like saving time work. Sex wise. If you one of those guys, well, I'm going to play them with two extra, uh, extra hours. I mean, extra hour in this shit. You really didn't, but that's the night you can brag. Got me an extra hour. Yeah, man, that daylight savings be some bullshit, though. I don't even understand. Like, wasn't the, uh, I think the creation of it was for, like, farmers to get an extra, like, hour of light for yeah, crops. It, it, but, was, it was for working purposes. Yeah. I know that much. But I don't understand how us manually changing a social construct affects the, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are we really gaining or losing? Because I feel like well, just because you changed the clock well, I, or everybody does. agreed to change the clock. Well, at that time it did work because they were working outside. So, But there's well, some places that don't acknowledge the time change. Right, because it don't matter to them. Because it's still going to be dark at a certain time regardless. Exactly. So it was really for, I guess, southern states and of that magnitude, I, guess. I you know what? I don't know. That's some weird shit, man. It, it seems like the the sun don't never go down in in the West Coast. Sometimes I be watching TV like, damn, it's always daylight <laughs> when the Raiders is playing. Yeah, like, uh, like ten o'clock over. It be like, nigga, why is it daylight? Why the yeah, Raiders are like playing? Two in the afternoon, nigga. So it's, it's like, like shit like West Alaska. Coast time. Yeah, they got them periods where it's like 20, 23 hour suns, bro. And also the reverse, like it's mm-hmm. all dark, nigga. That shit's. Bro, that, you know how, boy, that's probably purge season. <laughs> <laughs> boy, I would not want to be here, bro. This is awful, niggas. Like, like hey, <laughs> hey, it's 23 days, nigga, no sun. I'm going to be in motherfuckers. No sun? Oh, no. Oh, shit. Can you imagine that, bro? That's Can you imagine wild. going, like, I get, okay, let's see, say this. Can you imagine going a month without no sun? Bro, or should... just the sun not going down. Yeah. Either or, which one would you rather go without? Which one could you handle more? I guess I should say that. So I have been in times where, like, like uh, most of my deployments, I worked the night shift. Right. But I mean, I would see the daylight, but it would be like, but hey, that's a that's a that's different. Yeah. I'm saying like it ain't going like it ain't because you went to sleep or none of that bullshit. I'm saying like. Motherfucker, you go to sleep, the sun is up. You go to bed, it's nighttime, sun is still up. Oh yeah, no, nah, that's like like how you like how do your body because our bodies are always programmed to yeah. like, all right, the sun going down, it's time for me to go to sleep. Or if you a reverse person, yeah. the sun is up, time for me to go to sleep. You know what I mean? If you work nights or whatever. So how does your body like adjust to not to the sun not ever going down or the sun not ever coming up. Yo, nigga just be up. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like right. meth, nigga. Like, <laughs> like think about like it. Like 24 hours of sun, seven days, nigga just be up. Yes. Nigga, is this nigga on? No, nigga, nigga had no sleep, nigga. I mean, some people deal with that for real. Like, they don't see the sun 
nor nighttime when they in solitary confinement. Bruh, oh, that, yeah, that should make you, yeah. Like, and they mind go crazy. Yeah, that should make you lose it, nigga. So, I'm just saying. That should be wild, nigga. Some people look better at nighttime. They Awkward. <laughs> oh, nigga, we just riffing for a minute, but yeah. hold on, because we did have some subject matters that we hey, wanted yeah, to get into. Yeah, we my do. bad, my bad. We want, we got. For, hey, you know what we should touch on? Yeah, bullying. Yo, so I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I was thinking about this, man. Because I realized I I'm at a point where I don't know what that word means in today's context, right? Because I don't know if you peeped this, right? I hear a lot of people say, like, as adults, oh, I was bullied for this as a kid. Right. And I don't know if I'm wrong, but I thought, I, I've never said I've been bullied for anything because I, to me, that was you getting beat up in school and you not defending well, yourself. Well, well, that's how. That's well, what I, I interpret That's how we bullying. interpret bullying. Yeah. Bullying's a little different now, but yeah, because I'll hear this right. Like I hear somebody say, like, "Oh yeah, you know, I was bullied for, uh, I was bullied for my hair. I was bullied for my glasses. I was bullied for my ear size." I thought that was just high siding. Yeah, that's like what it niggas was. been making fun of me for my hands for years. Niggas, niggas used to literally call me phalanges, nigga. <laughs> phalanges. Real shit. Y'all know who you are that was calling me that shit, nigga. I ain't, that ain't shit, bro. <laughs> like, so, but I never, I never once said, oh, I was bullied for my feet size, nigga. Like, I was walking around like the Jolly Green Giant last nigga. See, they don't understand bullying because I rem- I'm going to tell you a story, bro. And I ain't really ever told this story. Like, one time when I was in elementary school. Yeah. And... This wasn't even a kid. This was one of the damn teachers. And I consider this bullying, but it made me a tougher dude. One time, I had to go to the restroom. Bad in the motherfucker, bro. And I had to shit, fool. Like, bad. And you know how you go to every fucking stall and, like, you can't find that clean one? And you really don't... And you really don't want to, you know what I mean? It's like piss on that one. Somebody didn't flush that one. And you really, back then, boo-booing at school wasn't a thing, bro. You couldn't boo-boo at school. You know what I mean? You had to wait till you get home. So, long story short, bro, I shit it on myself. <laughs> the, the damn teacher, I'm not going to say his name, but he know who he is. He used to call me Doodoo Brown. <laughs> Every day, bro. Every day. Like, that's how I know I'm a tough dude, bro. He's like, all right, doo-doo, bro. I was like, and that's when Luke was hot. Doo-doo, bro. Doo-doo, bro. He's a player, so like, oh, you son of a bitch. And he was a church-going man, too, man. A real church-going man. Like, Yo. I was like, oh, you son of a gun. Like, that's, like, for real. But with that said, though, it made me tougher. I was about to say that never made you want to kill yourself, did it? No. Like you know what I mean? What like what? It, so do you grow I, up and say? <laughs> do you grow up and say as your success story? Like yeah, I was bullied because I shitted on myself in bro. school. Like you know what I mean? My bullying. I I tell you this. I'm gonna tell you what bullying did for me. Yeah. Bullying made me the comic I am. 
that that really what what it narrows down to. Yeah. Like the doo-doo brown. Like whether somebody was like, hey, you got big lips. Hey, this, that, and the third. Your hair, this, that, and the third. You yeah. skinny, you this. Like that shit really just made us who we are. It didn't make me want to kill myself. No. It just gave me more arsenals. So I'm glad you said that because that's my that is my perspective. So the way it's viewed now, right? There's this whole like anti-bullying campaign. Right. Right. It's like, oh, we gotta teach people not to be bullies or like all this shit. It's it's almost glorifying victimhood. I do feel like society mm-hmm. today definitely glorifies victimhood. That's the truth. And then says bullying is a problem. Now, do I think, I don't advocate picking on the weak. I advocate standing up for yourself. The problem is we're not trying to teach people not to bully or like try to get like that shit to be eradicated. It's for one, fucking impossible. And two, we'll make a very weak generation. Mm-hmm. You got to teach how to stand up to the shit because the whole thing is it's teaching you how to like face adversity in life. There's always going to be an oppositional force in your life at some point and it's either going, you either going (coughs) to get past it or it's going to break you. And if you allow that shit to break you, then fuck it, kill yourself. Because you just like, like this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, but what you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but it, it gets you the thing here. The bullying that's happening now is not even the same bullying that happened when we were kids. Like these kids are calling like what somebody's doing on the internet and all that stuff, and it's bullying, which technically they're that a different level. Like at the end of the day, I can see how some of these kids call that bullying just from being in a around kids. You know what I mean? Does it make them tough? Hell no. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is I, I, I see where they come from because even like a lot of people be like, hey, you you should get, can just log off the computer. Yeah. Log off or whatever. Yeah. But sometimes shit, when we was getting bullied, hell, maybe what? Whoever was around saying yeah. Not now. That motherfucker can get shared with them. 50 million people you got motherfuckers on this campus yeah. know about it now this campus know about it now this campus know about it now so technically with that said it makes me wonder like why you even fight these motherfuckers well fight a motherfucker now if you ain't determined to know you gonna win because you know that this motherfucking video about to go viral <laughs> and you about to be bullied if you lose and you ain't gonna wanna kill yourself so stop doing and then another thing stop Stop this shit. If you got plans on committing suicide, don't fucking go live and do that shit and fuck up everybody else's life because you want to take yours. Don't do that shit, man. That shit is fucking wrong, bro. It's already a selfish act anyway to commit suicide because nobody has to deal with your suicide with the motherfuckers who living. You know what I mean? You know what? You know what's funny? Okay. There's a lot of things you said that I want to address. Quickly about the suicide thing. It's interesting you said that. I actually think, okay, so real quick, my thought about suicide. Like, I was like, is it really that selfish? Like, if that nigga felt like he needed to kill himself, f- fuck it, who says his life ain't? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, yeah, I, I he didn't want to kill himself, man. I, 
If I was him, I probably wouldn't want to live either. So it makes you think. Uh, that we should, uh, yeah, that's what we can hold on to right there, boy. That that would be good. Did you say that? Go ahead. What you what you but real quick, you? we'll put a blend yeah, in we'll, that one. Uh, that was good. Uh, 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 but <laughs> but two things about what you said earlier, because you said what you went through made you who you are, right? Because right. I think back then it's like we got to face the shit. Head on, like if a nigga right. talking about me right now, I can either high side back, right, or it gets to a point where you fight, or like whatever happens is happening right now, and I got to deal with it, right? Because there was only three types yeah. of people back then. Yeah, there was the high sider, there was the guy that was either gonna fight, yeah, or the guy like, man, I don't even go get down like this. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, chill, right? Uh. So it, whatever it is, and it's also locally in that realm, right? Right. It's just the confines of the school, this playground, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now with the internet, it's like somebody could say something about you. It's like, all right, I block them. But it's like, oh, if I have multiple things, Can I block like, the world? Huh? Can I block the world though? I guess technically you could just like, hey, okay. Not, Check this out. Disconnect from the Can world. Can you really block a bully on social media? Well, what does that even like? Like, what does social media bullying mean? That would you? That would you? That's yeah. the question. Well, not necessarily that. It is like how you said. Like, if something happens, it's it's not local. Well, like okay. if it's on the internet, it's worldwide. So, like, you may share it on Facebook to three hundred friends, but that fight video just went viral. Now, eight million people didn't see it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, but... So if you, yeah, shit, yeah, at, yeah. If, if you shit at yourself in <laughs> middle school and somebody filmed that shit, right. now you doodle, you not doodle brown in just that middle school. You doodle brown to the world. Hey, ain't you that nigga okay. that shit himself? Okay, so the bully... <laughs> like, going to a show and a nigga pull up, oh, okay. you that nigga that shit himself. Right. It was running all day. Your leg, you had on white pants. So with that oh, said, that shit was funny, nigga. So is the video... So does the... So video put emphasis on it? The, on the... Well, the... the, the Yes, because that brings a point. It makes it like public, and now it's connected so, online. Okay, okay, so okay, now say for instance, I just type that, and everybody like, oh, this is what the motherfucker been saying about you. This woo, no video, no nothing, and people steady posting what this person saying about you, saying about you, saying about yeah. you. Is that different than the vi- which one has more severity to it? Well, the video definitely because it's proof. Exactly. The first one is a rumor, and if uh, you get enough niggas to talk about it, eventually niggas get to believe in it. What the? That's like what is fake news? Like right. if it's written by somebody, and you get enough people to repeat it, then people are like, "Oh, that's the truth." Right. Right. And then you come out and say. Hell no, I ain't shit myself. What is this nigga talking about? But it but it seems like we're in a society where people get more offended by rumors. I think because it's not true. Like, like, have you ever been accused for cheating by a girl and you haven't been? Hell yeah. That shit's way more... I, that shit piss you off way more than you actually cheating. Right. Because you're like, bitch, I'm getting all this drama and I'm not fucking nobody. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, hey, I've been accused of... Man... <laughs> You know how many times that that is. You, I'm glad you said that. That is like the worst. That is like the worst feeling to be accused of some shit that you ain't done, man. 
Especially when somebody So that's saying, why the rumor hurt, yeah. like, because it's like, nigga, I did not. But you even if you say you didn't, it's like, well. And then the fucked up part about it, society's so crazy, even with rumors, like, the more upset you get about the rumor, the more society believe you did it. It's like, <laughs> goddamn, I got to be calm and tell you I didn't do it. I did yeah. not sleep with Monica Lewinsky. But if he not sexual relations with, with that, that woman. I let her point to my thing, but I didn't do anything else. 2020. <laughs> so if a woman accuses you of cheating, now you just gotta stay calm when you say it. And you be like, I did not do that. Because if you get up, I mean, then you can say to get up that yeah, shit. Yeah. That once, they got, once they got they mind made up, it is made up. You can have a proof in the pudding. Now that's some shit that a video don't matter on. What? When they accuse you of cheating. You can have videos. Oh. All that shit, nigga. <laughs> that shit don't matter whatsoever. Hey, nigga, you at your homeboy house passed out, nigga. She's like, nah, you was with that bitch. You recorded that. <laughs> Yo, you know what I think is funny? I, I've, I've had this. Uh, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast. I don't think so. But I have had this thought. Uh, Yo, you, I've always thought that like... Uh, if every like investigative like agency hired nothing but black women, like them niggas would be a hundred percent capture rate, nigga. Like, oh, hold, hold, hold on, boy, don't, these don't, niggas don't. is the I'm best a- detectives. Like black women, y'all. Wait a minute, don't throw them in there by themselves. I'm gonna, I'm gonna th- I think shit, not just black women. I'm gonna throw some another race of women in there too, bro. Them goddamn Hispanic and Mexican women, just the same way. Them, oh, what are you doing? Hmm? So, okay, so you're there. Mm-hmm. Hey, them two races together. We out here making boy, big, y'all would make terrorism it. immediately. And we out here making mixed girls like this now. So they super powerful, <laughs> nigga. They super fucking powerful. <laughs> hey, if you if you dating a mixed chick right now. Best believe your oh, investigation. Her dude. investigation. She still. walking out with that natural. Hey, she if she mixed with Mexican. In black, her investigation skills going to be super good. You but you can't do shit. She's going to be mad at you every day. Oh, so. Oh, man, my nose stopped up a little bit. Interesting fact. Can't say that on camera. <laughs> and don't be thinking other things, bro. He has allergies. Yeah, man. Uh, interesting fact. GPS was invented by a black woman. I think that should be pretty obvious. A tracking device was invented by a black woman. Think about that. <laughs> Her husband was leaving house. Oh, nigga, I'm gonna know where you gonna be at. <laughs> Here, baby, this is your favorite mixtape. <laughs> that bitch is a GPS system. Hey, listen. Well, you know wow. that shit? Uh, what's that old song? I see you in him. Walking in the rain. Hey man, you young niggas might not know about that, but listen, look up Orange Juice Jones. That shit is the video. Hey, he walking down the street. He's standing like in the dark with a detective fucking jacket on. And he's talking, I saw you and him. 
Walking in the rain. And then they hit you with this. You are holding Never be the same. <laughs> Yo. And then he get pissed off at the end but of the zone. But when was talking, yeah, bitch, just talking cold to that bitch. He said, yeah, go take your hush puppy wearing ass. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, hush puppies was a dish back then? Crazy. Like, even how he did it, yeah, tricks are for kids, girl. <laughs> Playing with me. What's wrong with you? You know who I am? Uh-uh, uh-uh. You ain't get that. Put that down. Uh-uh. God, I got you to talk now, sucker. Job, take it. Bro, that nigga got stone cold on that bitch. Yeah, get your crumb scat. You know how hurt you gotta be to follow a bitch all day in the rain? Hey. Hey. That nigga was dedicated, boy. Say. Bruh, I'm not chasing that bitch down. Listen. She means she had that. She had that. Yo, man, that's what. Hey, listen, man. I had that. Everybody always talk about dudes. They got they be having women like, hey, got these women chasing after me. Hey, women got that that I had you chasing that day behind too. Bro, have you sitting out sitting out uh sitting out in front of our apartment? Hey, you over there like, hey man, you seen my girl? <laughs> you seen teacher? Nick some name like teacher ain't teacher. She she over there. Hey, you call her motherfucking mama house, nigga. Hey, hey, my girl, hey, teach me over there, Miss Johnson. <laughs> hey, Miss Johnson, um, how you doing? Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Uh. Nah, nah. I, you, I, I be Miss Johnson. I'm gonna hurt your motherfucking feelings. How she gonna be? You, you call. You call. Uh. Hello. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Miss Johnson, how, how you doing? How you doing, baby? Uh, good. It's um, I, I ain't seen Keisha all day. Has she been over there? Well, uh. She came over here earlier and uh, she left. She left. She left my car's here. Oh, but the, she left earlier. But the babies is here. Uh, what, what, you know where she went? Come again, baby. Uh, I said, you, you know, you said a car there. Who, who, who she I know with? y'all better sit down in there somewhere. What you say, baby? I said, uh, who, who, uh. Them damn kids in there jumping. I didn't know what they was doing. Uh, what you say, baby? I said, I said uh, who, uh, you le- she left the car there. Who, who she leave with? She left with some peoples. Uh, uh. It was, uh, it was some peoples. I, I think it was Charlie's ass. Oh. Uh, she said you gonna call, but she said you gonna come by here and get the kids. Yeah, yeah. Is y'all still together? We, we, uh. Don't you know. look like it, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna call you back. <laughs> Just hurt your shit like nicely. Like, oh, damn. Johnson, oh, man. You don't even know what's like. Hello? <laughs> Nigga, I, I ain't gonna say that on, on camera. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Cause niggas be watching and telling. Hey, oh man, if we see that out in the skit. We know where it came from. Dum 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 dum. Yo, if there's any animators out there that want to animate that skit, go ahead, man. Shoot Call it to us. Highlight us. Send it to the email t- or Bluesville at Gmail. Uh, link us up, man. Follow us online. Shameless plug. Yeah, what was we just talking about earlier? Um, we were talking about bullying and all that type of stuff. And then we were talking about... Yeah, we were just talking about life. Yeah. Well, circle back to that bullying thing, because it was another point I had about that. 
Um, so my thing is like, it what like what is it to the point where it's like it's affecting you? Like, does the online shit affect you like that? One, and what are we? What are we instilling? Because it's like, for what, instance, right? This is what I'm getting at, right? Uh, if some there was a picture of a little kid at a pizza party uh, and he was by himself and somebody took a picture of that and like posted it and I think, I don't know if his parents did it necessarily, but it was like, oh, little nobody showed up to little Billy's party and he was really sad about this. And then you get this flood of online. Oh, oh yeah, buddy. Right. Feel, I, I, I would, I'd buy, I'm going to pay for Billy's pizza party. I don't think that shit is real. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. But why would you... But I feel like you putting your own kid out there. Exactly. Right like, I don't think some of this shit is, like, like bullying. I think some of these parents are like, oh, my kid's being bullied. Look at this. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then that person gets rewarded for that. It's almost like a... Almost like that T-shirt thing. With the kid that got the T-shirt for University uh, of Tennessee. Yeah, the UT kid or the yeah. University of Tennessee kid. Yeah. So he makes a shirt. Yeah. Uh, and it's, his parents take a picture. It's like, oh, oh, he got made fun of for this shirt. And then they give him a, a scholarship. Not only that, they authenticate the shirt. Bruh. So is is did that even, like, I'm not going to say it, it didn't, he didn't get made fun of for it, but was it, did, did, was it worth, it? like, a whole full ride, and we don't even know if you can make it past the eighth grade. Yeah, yet. My, who like this thing can't throw a football seventy field down. You know what I'm saying? What is he? But, he got uh, he got his. This nigga's working hard to earn a scholarship, and this nigga get a scholarship because somebody because he said he got said your shirt was whack. And that that brings Bro, me back I to used, this. I got made fun of for outfits a lot. But it brings you back to this. Like, <laughs> the society's different. Nobody can have an opinion. Like, even if you talk about another, uh, like, say if you talk about, like, <laughs> a gay or somebody, uh, something different, you know yeah. what I mean, of opinion, you're a bully now. And it's fucked up. It's like, you can't say nothing. What, so where is the that's the question where is the what is bullying if 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 I make a joke about you like you know what I'm saying oh look at this nigga in his whack ass pants this nigga got right, on these right, little right, ass right. pants like why is why is uh, the bottom of his jeans touching his shins nigga is like he, you know what I'm saying are these capri pants and if yeah. I make fun of your wardrobe I'm just like cracking jokes like like, is it the is it the level that you know a person? Like I don't, if, if me and you was just roasting each other, I understand that we roasting each other. Right, but I I, I think it's more or less <laughs> how that person takes it. That they say well, how they make it bullying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I guess if they are super offended and because I, I guess even as a comic, like if we was roasting somebody on the crowd and we see like they can't take it, we kind of fall back off their ass a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We gonna still let them know like, God damn, it's a comedy show. They could be, you got your feelings. Yeah. But we still fall back on them because then 
the crowd gonna look at as a source of fucking bullying. Yeah. Even though that's not what we're doing. Yeah. So it's like, I guess it's how that person is taking it. So are we saying that to be bullied is to be offended? Because that's basically what it is. Like, Pretty much. okay, okay, so if if I do make fun of you for something, right, mm-hmm. and you take offense to it, then I'm like, all right, I know I can't joke with you. Right, and I fall back and I don't fool you but, like that. But it's the initial onslaught. It's like, oh, if I just said it, oh, well, you're bullying me right now. And I'm like, no, right, I can't. Name. I don't feel right, like cool. I can bully you <laughs> in the moment. I think it has to be something, a cycle yeah. that I keep doing. Like you just said, yeah. like, say if I'm joking with you yeah. and I was, and, and somebody be like, you're bullying. I'm like, how the fuck am I bullying? I didn't even know. So, I didn't know. So, mm. so, a previous episode, I told a story mm. about the- <laughs> about me parking this nigga every right. time I seen him. Right. That's bullying. Yes, it was. Tell him to uh, recap. So, if you did rewind to a previous episode, I told a story. I was, uh, I'm going to shorten it. I was in Afghanistan. My roommate basically told on me about something, never confronted me. And then from that point on, I just tried to make this nigga life a living hell until he confronted me so I could fight him. But he never confronted me, so eventually I just left him alone. Now, if he would have stood up to me, I would have beat him up, and then I would have left him alone. But my he was I seen that he was weak. Mm-hmm. So I, I eventually just got to the point where I was like, well, I just wrote you off as a bitch-ass nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, growing up, like, I teach my kids, like, no, like, there's no such thing as you being bullied. Like, you stand up for yourself, you know what I mean? And if somebody's giving you criticism, you either can take it as constructively or you can just let that shit slide off you because I hate to use a fucking Tyler Perry quote, but it's not what you go by. Or it's not what they call you is what you answer, answer to, to, right? Right. So whatever you, like, I'm pretty secure in myself to know that shit don't affect me like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But in a sense, like, I I don't validate picking on the weak. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you just weak, I'm a... It what depends on type type of week you are like uh I do like stand up for people I believe in right you know what I'm saying naturally yeah yeah. but he started it I just want to make that clear when I was bullying this nigga he started it but you kept going whoa that's what that's what I was going to ask is there a justifiable bullying and I think there is so you think that moment was is a justification very justifiable I got you. I understand why you did it. Justifiable. You know what I mean? Justifiable. But, like, but it goes back to the cycle. Bullying is only considered bullying if it's something that I consistently do. Right. But I also think it's a necessity to learn how to cope with life. Right. There's a the you ever watch American Dad? Yeah. So there's an episode where uh where Stan is like, well, he does it a lot of Times he's like Steve is weak, and uh, he was getting picked on, mm-hmm. and he was like trying to teach him to stand up for himself, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't do it. So he like his dad became his bully, 
He just started whooping his nigga ass every chance he got <laughs> until he stood up for yeah, himself. Yeah. And he was like, his his solution to the problem was hiring a bigger nigga to beat this nigga up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he learned how to deal with the problem. Right. But the point is, you got to learn how to deal with the problem. You you either or it's, or it's going to fold you. Right. And if you let it fold you, you you will be, you will fail in life. Period. I agree. I agree with that. You, you know have what I'm saying? So, in a sense of bullying, sometimes how people say, "Is it really a win?" Like, say for instance, I I talk about this person every day. Yeah. I'm like, "Hey, you, I'm, I'm paying, every time you wear those pants, man, they look trash. Yeah. You wearing those type pants, those type pants, and these type pants they wear every day." And then they stop wearing those pants. And then somebody else started getting on, like, oh, this motherfucker made you stop wearing those pants. <laughs> oh, they made you stop wearing those pants. And they, oh, I was like, damn, like a, a cycle that's never gonna stop. So then you start back wearing those pants. Like, I'm gonna wear my pants. Like, are oh, you gonna wear the motherfucking pants again? Again? So it's like, well, so, so are you just, <laughs> yeah, do you just sit there and internalize it? Or at some point, do you like, Take it for the joke it hey, is. Hey, man, yeah, I got these pants, but look at your shirt, nigga. Why you wearing that shit learn. open like that? Why learn. you showing your... Exactly. Nigga, learn to get an arsenal. see your nipples through that motherfucker. Like, why you... You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to... Or you could go to the gym and get swole and learn karate and then go beat that nigga up with... And that's the best... And that's the best thing to a bully, to have a comeback. Especially if they talking about you. Yeah. All you need is one. Yeah, and they gonna leave you the fuck alone. You get one, they gonna leave you the fuck alone. That's it. So they you can either for you deal with stand that... Up. So you can either nip it in the bud. Hey, look, if you bring it, I'm a... Yeah, I'm not to be fucked with. Exactly. Or, or you just gonna let it be fucked with. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. That is the solution to bullying, man. Right there. Stand up for yourself, man. If you because, feel like... Hey, you know what? Speaking of bullying, because we've been on bullying a minute, though. Yeah. But you get bullied more as a gam adult than what you do as a kid. Think about it. You get bullied in your work field, in your the workplace or whatever. Wherever you go, you get bullied. You get bullied sometimes just walking down the street. Like so, what but basically what I'm saying is you need to go through bullying as a kid. Yeah, that's the only way you're gonna survive as an adult, man. Simple yep. as that. Yep. That's because how if you it. don't go through it as a kid, that's why adults out here like, I can't handle this. Then they boss's office crying. Like, <laughs> that is the worst shit ever to see somebody in their workplace crying because something happened at work. Bro, that's why we walking on eggshells now, trying not to offend Man, people. Weak. And then the world is so weak and so entitled now. That's why bullying has uh, the biggest title it has now because everybody feel like they're so entitled to everything and nobody should be talking about them and nobody should be saying this and that's pretty much what it is no yo that's an interesting fact because I think it is it's like uh so I had this I had this interesting thought about uh uh entitlement right and I think that's a a lot of I've had this I had this de- internal debate right about mm. Uh, humbleness like because I, I believe the the in the definition of the word humble uh, the definition of the word humble uh, is to make yourself subservient mm-hmm. right I don't necessarily believe of it in that I had a homeboy shout out to my homie Spence uh, I went to grad school with 
he was a dude like I was out before I met him. I was always like, "Yo, man, I can't believe I'm here. I appreciate being here. Like, I don't even really feel like I belong." But, but he was like, "No, nah, nigga, I appreciate being here, but I know y'all not fucking with me, mm-hmm. right?" And that's I was like, "Yo, man, you right." Like once I really started getting in the groove and shit, I was like. Look, I appreciate every opportunity that I've ever gotten, and I appreciate every person that has given me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I was prepared when I got that opportunity, and I did, did what the fuck I needed to do when I got that opportunity. So, mm-hmm. like, and my shit was, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. <clears throat> my shit, I, I know my shit good. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I know what I bring to the table. So a nigga can't discount that shit, like, I don't give a fuck what you say. I know what I done done. I put my resume up to it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to make myself subservient. But I will be like, oh, man, I reach out, you know what I'm saying, like, in a way, like, hey, can I get on this? You know, I'm not above that. Right, right, right. right. So I don't have a sense of entitlement to things, but I know, like, what I could bring to the table. I think the problem is people have this entitlement to I deserve this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I think that's circle back to what we were talking about earlier, this whole um I think why like people have hate, like there's a difference in like bullying. Not bully. Uh, I kind of lost train of thought right there. Uh Fuck, where was I going? I lost my whole train of thought, my nigga. I'm not gonna lie to you. God, God damn. damn. God, God damn. damn. Because like, you know why I think you lost. I'm not gonna tell you why I think you lost your train of thought. But I'll tell you on camera. Why I think you lost I your train of thought. I know why I lost my train of thought. I know why it happened. But uh, that shit was a you, motherfucker. You were sitting there with Ted Talk over here. Yo, yeah. I got too deep into yes. it. Listen. God hey, damn. Let me explain something, y'all, man. Right here. Sometimes he forget where, where we at, what we're doing. And he goes into these TED talks and throws out these accolades like people really care about that shit on this podcast. Like I went to grad school with him. That's what threw him off. <laughs> he forgot what he's gonna say. Cause he had an interesting point going in. Then he had to throw all this oh, wow, shit. these things out. But he's a good man though. Yo. But he had an interesting <laughs> point going. He had a good point going. My brother had a good Yo, point going. Yo, I had going. a fire-ass point. He did. He I had did. a fire-ass point. And Man, sometimes what? I be talking to, like, I, like. It's going to come back up, though. Yeah, yeah, It always do. Yeah. It always comes back uh, up. I think what I was getting at is about, like, uh, this sense of entitlement. I think that's where a lot of hatred comes from. It's like, oh, you know, I deserve this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you're, what the fuck have you done? Yeah, and that's that's a lot of people. Like they they people who want entitlement usually the people who haven't done shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people that's out here getting it and trying to get it, they really don't give a fuck about what everybody else got to say, bro. <laughs> Nothing. Like they fuck with like you fuck with who fuck with you, and they gonna get it with them, right? Exactly. They don't give a damn. Like yo, like check this out. Like even with this podcast, right? Like. If we got to a point where we had a million subscribers, mm-hmm. but three million motherfuckers on Twitter was saying we was bullshit ass niggas. I don't give a shit. Fuck them three million ass niggas. I guarantee we could pay our bills off them one million. So always go back to the to the rule of 
a comedy man or the rule of public speaking or anything if i can get to at least three people in the room <laughs> two people in the room yeah i'm good because it'll trickle over eventually to the rest of yeah, exactly man that's what i love about the stand-up thing man mm-hmm. like building a fan base like 10 15 people at a time man if you starting to like well, open mics to 50 people in the room like well, the stand-up, people understand stand-up, man, this is like one of the hardest journeys to do. You know what I mean? Like one of the hardest things to do, man, because it's a longevity thing. It's not like, like oh, I'm just going to pop up and I'm going to be a great stand-up comedian. Like no, you got to. You know no, what I mean? That shit take. Like it take time, it man. Take and you got to go through some gym shit. time, yes. man. You got to really you know, be working exactly, out, yeah. man. And, I, and what I'm realizing, like it seems like sometimes, like good comedians sometimes are like veteran motherfuckers. Yeah, they ain't been in the game. Yeah, and they ain't been through some shit that can like paint a picture for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Picasso. I feel like it. Like I, I believe in that ten thousand hour rule, but I feel like in the comedy game, it's like. You really ain't shitting till you've been in for ten years. Yeah, that until you really had something dramatic happen yeah, in your life too. Yeah. Like sometimes something got to happen and you got to see some shit. You got to go. You got to tell you the truth. Good stand up comedians take a lot of L's. Yeah, of course. That's what make them great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you take a lot of L's behind closed doors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and people yeah. don't understand that. Like if we put our L's up. Like, and people understood, like, the L's you take in this damn game, you take more L's than W's. Bro, I, you got to take advantage of your yeah. damn W's. You know what's funny? I And, and um, I had a, I see one of my homeboys that posted this on Facebook. He was like, uh, and, but it's a general consensus that, like, social media and online is like a highlight reel of people's lives, right? Right. People rarely show you the bad side. Right, right. So highlight Sometimes take. I try to make That's it a point to, to show when I get rejected. You know what I'm saying? When shit don't work out. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I try yeah. to make it a point to show that because, like, my nigga, y'all, people will be like, oh, yeah, you've done this, this, and this. It's like 50, 50 minutes. Uh, yeah, we'll probably wrap up soon. No, no, I'll just, oh, yeah. yeah. No, well, I want to start keeping them around an hour, right? It was, I think that was yeah, good. Yeah, that's good, but you were yeah. rolling. It's good. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, uh. Oh, uh, because people are like, oh, yeah, you've been able to do this, do this, do this. Um, but it's like, man, I've failed way more times than I've actually succeeded. I mean, yeah. I'll show you the no's. I'll show you rejection letters. I'll show you yeah. you're going to take more where, L's, man. Yeah, I'll show you videotapes of me bombing, nigga. Niggas have seen me bomb. That's hey, out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, ain't gonna lie, I didn't have some bombs, <laughs> yeah. bro. And I'm not gonna lie, and it, he be like, "Damn, hey, hey, you know the crazy thing about bombing? You got it's like, I don't know if a lot of people. I, I'm gonna use a sports analogy, yeah. and like, I guess I'm glad I play cornerback, yeah, because cornerback you out there by yourself, you know what I mean? Stand up comedians like being a cornerback, yeah. Sometimes you'll have a safety there to help you, somebody to come back out like, hey, and make your stuff a little better than what it really yeah, yeah. was, or bring you up a little better. Sometimes you just man-to-man coverage. Yeah. You out there by yourself, and sometimes you might get burnt on a play. But your ass can't forget it. You can't be on that play. Yeah. That on the next, because you got another play coming. You don't want to get burnt again. Yeah. And that's kind of how you got to look at these damn jokes. 
when you're on the stage, like, oh, that one go through. But, hey, they back at the line of scrimmage again about to run, want me to run another play. So either I'm going to score and keep getting first downs because ain't no punting. That's all, I mean, it's punting yeah. in comedy, and punting in comedy is wrapping it up. <laughs> okay? So, He's I like, don't know. Oh, yeah, this like, shit ain't shit, working. Like, second down stage? didn't work. God damn. Third down didn't work. Uh, I still ain't trying to punt now, shit. Bro, well, you get it. A- <laughs> right, don't fumble. If you fumble, you better scoop it. Because don't fumble and give it back to him. Oh, like, oh, this motherfucker here. And nigga been up there for, uh, boy, if a nigga up there for 45 seconds and ain't got nothing. Ooh, it started that's getting long, long bro. Hey, bro that, that, that's the that. And if you doing like a three minute set, bro, that's why I don't understand. Like, I, we do comedy, bro. Yeah. And sometimes a five minute set can be long, or sometimes it can be fast. Yeah. And it's long when your ass ain't doing good. Okay, <laughs> like when you ain't heard nothing, it's long as hell. But when you rolling, you like shit, yeah. man. You, hey, check check game. This is the this is the rabbit mind. Sometimes people had a little idiotic mind. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll be rolling for five minutes. You be like, shit, I could have went for twenty. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true at all. Like, bro, because you got some people that are like, hey, they got some seven minutes of fire. Yeah, and then you gotta understand that there's gonna be some waves in there, bro. And can you handle can you handle that C? I've heard T.K. Kirkland say that about, uh, uh, I think it was J.B. Smooth. He was like, man, he got a solid 18 minutes. <laughs> the real, 18 man. minutes will kill. Man. But beyond that, like he was like, bro, I it's did. a way, but hey. that first 18 minutes, boy, Killer. that nigga is fire. <laughs> hey, I did, a, I did a show with this guy. I ain't going to drop his name. Yeah. But. He had like seven minutes of fire, bro. Yeah. Like it was killer. Then he, had, he thought he had to cry. You know, he started feeling this. Yeah. I knew it. You know, when the comic up there killing, then he started getting comfortable and he taking drinks and shit. And then he started walking out like, ah, shit. He let him down down. Let's see what's going to happen now. Bro. Didn't go very well. <laughs> Not at all, sir. They went so bad. The dude in the, st- on the people that was in the audience, bro, yeah. was like, "Say, man, I thought you said he was funny. <laughs> Why he on stage? I ain't gonna even say the dude's name who said it. He know who he is. I know what show you talking yeah, about, too. And, he, and then it got so bad for him. He pulled out a little sticky note. And then the people were like, ah, oh, come on. Then he had like these cargo shorts on with these Stacey Adams. <laughs> ah, I'm not going to say his name. Not, but, oh, man, I know who you're talking about, but, too. Uh, it was people it, in the audience funny. that destroyed him. I actually, I, I actually like watching niggas bomb, man. That To me, that shit is hilarious. I like watching Heckler videos. Yeah. Did you, have, you, have you seen the um, I Am Dolomite? Yeah. Well, my name is Dolomite Movie. Yeah, good movie. Yo, I thought that shit was. First of all, I didn't even really like watch. That shit kind of made me go back and watch the shit. I ain't watched his movies before. Um, uh, but I never knew his story like that. You I know didn't what I mean? know. I didn't know the story though. And I thought this story was very interesting because if you think about everything we were talking about, we talked about. Uh, I forget the fuck we talked about at the beginning because we was just bullshitting, but. Uh, the bullying thing, facing adversity, uh, uh, coming up in this game, like 
just bombing. Yo, this nigga faced all that shit. Right. Like, if if he... Because it's, it's hints of times where he talks about, like, how his daddy would tell him he wasn't shit all the time. Mm-hmm. So that made him... That gave him so much determination. Because I've, I've uh, watched the interview where Eddie Murphy was talking about it. He was like... He's like, Rudy Ray Moore wasn't necessarily a talented guy. Nobody in the industry looked at him as like, he had a lot of talent. Nah. He just had so much drive and belief in himself because niggas was telling him he wasn't shit for so long. But here's the thing. This is what I really, like, really admired about him, though, is that even when he bombed at it, he always went back to it just like that stand up yeah. he bombed at that shit he was movie, like terrible yeah. and just went home and recreated matter of fact he didn't recreate he saw a talent in somebody else that wasn't using their talent correctly it's <laughs> like you know what that's the recipe you know what they didn't show I wonder how the bum felt cause it was a scene in there where he's like looking in the window I feel like the bum is looking in the windows seeing him be successful what? using his shit. But I don't think he wasn't necessarily using the bomb shit no more. He just found out the recipe. Well, yeah, he got the he got the the character going and it just kind the of recipe built like, on you know what I mean? the Yeah. But the bomb probably I don't know. But I know this. I know that Rudy Ray's daughter is upset about, about that the movie? Movie. Yeah. What? Because she said she's on welfare. And she hasn't. Re- and she want to receive a cut from her father's life. Did he die broke? I feel like I a lot feel of like, people did. Yeah, a lot of people in that area died broke, just like Red Fox died broke. Well, that's the thing. I I feel like they betrayed him as a very like wealthy man. But, not necessarily wealthy, but, but he was independent. He was, and when you're independent, you can control your money. But a lot of things. That, yeah, he got maybe some royalties. But remember. And a lot of times when you independent, you did be in dabbing. And in that area, you, he was taking a lot of losses and doing a lot of borrowings you saw in that movie. Yeah, yeah. But he paid off a lot of Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. So when he started in, taking off, he got to pay but it back. When he, but so he, really a lot of his pay was payoffs. Yeah. So when you think about it. It's just like breaking even. Yeah, so yeah. Mm, it was hard being independent for a black man back then. Yo, man, but it, I mean. When you made money, though. And so, you know what's funny? I, I Watching that movie as a creative was very inspirational because I was like, yo, man, you could really... And watching him do it in that era, mm-hmm. like, nigga don't have no excuse in this era. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have the capability to film our shit, record it, like, build a... Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess. And I'll show you our statistics. We got listeners. Shout out to everybody in uh, mm. Chicago fucking with us. Uh, Adam Cali fucking with us. Uh, Adam VA fucking with us. Oklahoma fucking with us. I see the I see the matrix of the downloads, man. I'm I'm all into the analytics. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, man. So That's what's up. knowing this, man. How we set up a tour, man. If y'all want to see us live, yeah, leave comments. Book us, man. Yeah, we out here, you baby. Start following us too. On each one of our social media platforms. Make sure platforms. you do that. Please. Uh, but but knowing that, like, man, I think now, like, we could look back on the mistakes of everybody, that what they made, and, like, take that formula. That's the blueprint. But, you know, that that is a good formula because that formula is the blueprint. But they, I guess 
we we face the challenges are still the same being an independent artist yeah. in this area yeah. in this area just the ta- challenges are different and the challenges now are that back then if you were a man trying to be independent people supported you you know what I mean the black people they came out and they supported that film you know what I mean? Black people made that man who he was. And in this era today, black people don't want to make us who we supposed to be, man. And that's what the thing that bothers me. Is like like I think well, you had I think touched on too, something. Because they were required, not required to that they had to, but that was the only thing that they had. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. like when you hit the chitlin circuit, right. But it niggas it, gonna pull up because that's exactly, but it brings me back to that point. Yeah. Of what you you had said something before I think you had posted about how why is it that we can't as black people come together now and like bring up why we always gotta hate each other to get yeah. fame you know what I mean yeah. so it's almost like it goes back to that era like cause they did it back then too you know what yeah. I mean they hated on each other oh, yeah. or whatever but it was a different type of hate yeah. you know what I mean they still made sure they was getting money yeah. and that's what we gotta get back to like it we are here, this, this comedy thing we do, ain't nobody sponsoring us like that. You nobody's booking us. We going out, we doing this ourselves. It's an independent thing. So with that said, we need our community. You know what I mean? Not just our community. We need the other community so that other people outside of our community can see who the hell we really are. And that's how you make an independent artist make it. So, hey, book us on your circus. Book us for all your stuff. I'm telling you, you won't be, what's the word I'm looking for? Disappointed. Bam. There we go. And and, and that's the thing, too. And, and you know what I'm saying? Not to not to toot our own horn, but I think the, also the thing is, like, anybody who know me, I'm, I'm about, <laughs> like, bringing up everything. Everybody I can, man. So like, my whole thing. I don't think I'll say this on air, man. I don't think niggas really notice about me, man. I moved back to Waco from Minnesota because I seen like there was a lot of opportunity here, and I wanted mm-hmm. to try to create something. Um, and I think within this time frame that I've been back, we've been able to do a lot. Um. But I took a $20,000 pay cut to move back here. It's right. a combination of, you know, with my kids and trying to just come back home and, like, uh, help build something here. Like, I feel like the greatest impact you can have is on the place that made you. And, right? You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. I agree. I agree. So that was my thing. So, like, when, you, when I say that, like, we trying to get out here, man, a lot of that shit is for everybody else, man. I... You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and what that said, no disrespect, yeah. because like I said, there was people before us, you know what I mean, that was doing, trying to do a comedy scene. You know what I mean? Shout out to like Corey Ephraim, DJ Precise. They always been trying to do it. Like shout out to Jay Will. Jay Will had been on the comedy scene for the longest. You know what I mean? So it's like we got as a community support our people and our stuff, like them people over there support them silos, man. Yeah. And that's all we trying to say, yeah. man. And like, and that's on every other level. That's what Bluesville is about, man. We'll yeah. do anything for anything and everything for our community. 
You know what I mean? In any other community. We out here, man. Because Bluesville travels. Bluesville is just not uh, stationary. Yeah, we're for the people, man. Yeah. We are for the people. It's worldwide. We're going to be in Shanghai next. International. We're going to be like, Hong well, Bluesville. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to hit the international scene when I get this child support paid off and, yeah. it's, and Greg Abbott let my fucking yeah. passport go. Niggas don't understand when you on child support, that shit put hey, you hey, in hey. handcuffs like a motherfucker. Hey, hey. that's on the next episode. <laughs> we ain't going to jump into that. Hey, yeah, we going to get into that. Because neither one of us can travel. <laughs> So, hey, so it's got to be within up. the U.S. But once I get this child support off me, God damn it, we, on a, we hitting that goddamn international circuit. Man, oh, it, shit. I'm going to be it, shitting on bitches in Dubai like a motherfucker. Hey, but check this out, though. <laughs> check this out, though. If they only knew what that international money looked like, they'll cut all this shit out and we'll leave it at that. Bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So we going to wrap this thing up. What was it? Yeah, at? yeah, yeah. We love our Yeah, we're gonna wrap this thing up. What we talked about. Oh, um, real quick before you before I do that. Uh cause you had said something that I wanted to touch on. What was that? But I kind of forgot that shit now, man. You know it was, Man, uh, we talk about like yeah, we talk about a lot of we'll shit. We'll bring it up next time. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time. I'll, we'll, hey, everything we talk about in one episode can be like 45 episodes. So yeah, don't, like, don't that's trip why, we yeah. come back and tag on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why that's why we release it the way that we do because like Damn. you can listen to the, all the audio, the full audio download, the full audio on iTunes, uh, Deezer, Radio Public, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, Pocket Cast. Uh, uh, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna, don't, uh, we're gonna no be more. on Pandora soon, and uh, if you uh, one more time, we on a lot of whatever you get your <laughs> podcast from, nigga. The full audio, download that shit, subscribe, leave some reviews. We try to get into new Northworthy for this first first eight weeks. Um, also, subscribe to the YouTube so you get those daily clips, man. We out here, and that's the shit that you can just get high to and put on repeat, man. Put the playlist on. We talk a lot of shit, man. Get you through your day. Put us on at work. You put us on after work. Put us on on your morning drive. Hey, all I told that shit. you, we're for everybody. Even if, if you don't do nothing, you can still listen to us. If you make a lot of money, you can still listen to us. If you got plans on making a lot of money, you can listen to us. If you got plans on being broke for the rest of your life, you can listen to us. <laughs> if you are a mess head, guess what? You can listen to us. Well, who else can listen to us? Yeah, Walter White out here cooking dope. That the only out people here. that yes, yeah, you can man. listen to. If you death, you can't listen to it, but you can read the captions. Yeah, I'll put the captions on here. Caption. So we for everybody. You blind, you can listen to us. Now, with everybody. that being said, if we talk about you, we can't get up, you can't get upset because we're talking about you out of love. And then right? if we're talking about you and a lot of people view, we just made you popular. Boom. So with that being said, you say mentioned deaf people. Shout out to deaf people. I seen the wildest shit. Like there is a uh, Twitter account. I forget what it's called. Well, I wish I knew it off the top of my head. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. This is a whole different episode. But I just want to say this real quick. Uh, there is a deaf film community, mm-hmm. and I seen this one film of deaf people. It was like a 
a dude was cheating on his girl with another dude. And the chick walked in, and they got to arguing, and they just got to moving their hands real fast. Hey. Bro, they was in there like, yo, you need to, you, hey, so with that said, all right, when we when we close this episode out, you need to go check out them two deaf chicks that was on social media arguing with each other. Oh, my God, that shit fucked me up. Deaf people arguing is fucking hilarious. Because their facial expressions are priceless. <laughs> Like, I don't have nothing to get. I think they cool in this argument. Like, Shout out to the deaf community, but y'all niggas be wilding when y'all argue. They get pissed off. Like, <laughs> niggas gotta get extra facial I have deaf people in my family, and they the coolest motherfuckers in the world, bro. I, I ain't never seen them get into an argument like that, but. <clears throat> oh, shit, that was wild. But yeah, was. man, we love all y'all. Uh, this has been Bluesville. Boom, 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 uh, boom. Make sure you hit subscribe. All that shit. Follow us. I think I gave all that. We gave all that breakdown. Yeah. So we go ahead and wrap it up. We, you know we like black preachers out here. Ah, so before we get out of here, I'm getting ready to go. Yeah, we gonna get ready to go now. Uh, but just one more thing. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, but, put the uh, church bells on. Sing it choir. Yeah. Ooh. One more time. <laughs> and the doors of the church are open. Hey! All right, pass that collection plate around. This Boom. has been Bluesville. I'm your I'm your boy Terry Blues with my partner. To, he was about to solo. <laughs> he was about to. Did you hear that? He was about to. Boy, this old ain't nobody here to see you, Otis. He was about to solo it. You see that? Yeah, I'm the host. No, you're not. No, you're not. Nobody has titles no, here. No, <laughs> no. Just for the record, I did do a podcast solo before this. He That's did, why I got did. it. I be getting in that most of the time. No, he did. He did. It was his uh, Terry Blues podcast, right. so I ain't going to hate on him on that. <laughs> that was funny, though. <laughs> this has been Bluesville. Your boy Terry Blues, my homie. Uh, Terry, I'm And we out. Blues. Blues. Nigga.